0: Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. Are you oh, I don't know. I'm just having a good time, aren't I? Um Hello Dale. Alright. <laughs> yeah, alright. Emma, how are you doing?
1: I'm alright, thanks. How are you?
0: I'm alright, yeah, you know, it's the end of the week. We did have a big old Nintendo Direct this week though. That was fun, wasn't it? A lot more in there than I think I dunno, a lot more than I thought. Maybe people Expected there to be a lot of stuff. I actually was quite pleasantly surprised about the amount of stuff in there. Dale, you're looking like you couldn't care less.
2: What? No, I'm all right. About you Nintendo.
0: Know? You can care less about it. But I mean, tell the
2: truth. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. The nin- truth is, yeah. I'm not a massive Nintendo fan. Um, yeah. I love Mario <laughs> and I love 3D platformers. Everything else... Not that
0: bothered Okay, well, maybe we'll get something out of you. We're going to go through a bit of uh, some of the highlights from that. We're not going to go through everything because we don't have the time. And some of the stuff, frankly, it's just not for us. But, you know, we'll mention them just so people don't go, oh, why didn't you talk about Xenobray Chronicles 3? (laughs) Because, you know, we're... I'm not, you know, I'm not personally a fan, but maybe I'll try them one day because people love them. No one's emailing
2: us saying, why did you not talk about Xenoblade Chronicles Well, someone is now, aren't they?
0: (laughs) Uh, Someone's going to do it now. (laughs) We
1: have a checklist Um, ready.
0: (laughs) Anyway, that's not first up because is there any other place to start from this direct than the words mouthful
2: mode? Oh, yeah. Oh, (laughs) I mean, are you expecting anyone to add to that?
0: (laughs) I don't think there is any other place to start, frankly. Kirby and the Forgotten Land got a new trailer and it showed off just how much like Super Mario Odyssey Mm -hmm. it is, which is kind of a pleasant surprise. I've never, I don't know if anyone else here has ever been a big Kirby fan. I think I played one on like the GBA. No. Um, No. It's just never quite done it for me, but... This one, you know, you said you like 3D platformers, though. Is this doing a lot for well, you? Well,
2: yeah, I, I skimmed through the direct stuff this morning and I was like, nah, nah, nah. But then I got to this one and I watched it and then I was like, this actually looks really good. And you're, you're absolutely right. It looks like Odyssey, you know, the fact like like an Odyssey with a cappy and you can change into different animals and weird things mm-hmm. and bullet bills and whatever. And this kind of has that vibe going on in a, you know, more condensed 3D platform space. And it looks like it could be a lot of fun, to be honest.
0: Yeah, Emma, are you into it? Are you into the, the big, uh, I'm going to call in the big pink ball of fun?
2: Oh,
1: definitely. Yeah, I like I've never played a Kirby game, but I've played Kirby in Smash, so I'm more interested to actually like try and get into a game that Kirby's
2: in. <laughs> this is new for Kirby though, right? The idea of like eating things and becoming the object.
0: I think just having this level of limelight is new for Kirby. <laughs> they can't believe, I don't know if Kirby's a he- Does anyone know what Kirby is? No one really does, do they? It's like it like Kirby's just just thankful for this attention I think and yeah being able to just consume things I think is is a joy. I mean I know that's the whole deal they always kind of you know yeah have this big vacuum mouth but it's normally to like if I remember I right, just like like kind of suck up enemies and fire yeah, them away and, and like stuff like that was, yeah. but yeah like now you can you can put a cone in your mouth you can put a whole
2: car in your mouth Dale <laughs> I like putting the vending machine in your mouth I thought that and his little waddle afterwards really uh, yeah <laughs> so if um Dale, if you could
0: fill go. your mouth with go. anything right now what would you what would you what would it be Do you know what
2: for my lunch today i had soup which <laughs> was like doesn't sound anything special but i had like an entire fucking baguette with it as well <laughs> just like <laughs> that's what i'm full of right now just a lot of sourdough bread
0: so. <laughs> so how would that work? Would you kind of uh, fire hot soup
2: back at people, or like
0: really sharp croutons, or something like that? I I... Uh,
2: it's just it's just lethargic size at the moment, just because I'm so full of bread. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Emma, what if you could uh, like the vendor machine or the cone, I mean, we don't even know. The possibilities are endless here. There's going to be some secrets. I mean, what 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 are you thinking? Are you really maybe maybe a what ladder would
2: put in their mouth.
0: No, I I'm just imagine you know what like if you were Kirby, like a ladder. I don't know how that would work. Um, <laughs> don't
1: I think I'd want to be like my gaming PC. <laughs> so then I can just play games wherever. I don't have to carry like a Switch or a Steam Deck That's or a, anything. So you
0: basically just use this ability as a big suitcase. You turn Pretty yourself into much. a suitcase.
2: Yeah, it'd become be, like
1: just a giant bag.
2: You'd be glowing like <laughs> RGB from the inside out as yeah.
1: well. Yeah, oh, that would be really going, cool. Yeah, we'll and it. you could see like the <laughs> game like playing in my eyes. Like that would be the screen. <laughs> That'd be cool.
2: It's the start of your fan fiction. How I yeah. became a PC. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, it has got me
0: interested in this game. I was kind of into it from the first trailer. I was like, "Oh, that looks a bit different." Like, I'm up for a game like this mm. at the moment. And then, yeah, that trailer—knowing it's going to go full on mad—that's what. I, that's always what I want from Nintendo—is just yeah. that sprinkler madness that, like, you don't really get from. Other get like Nintendo just know what they're doing when it comes to stuffing cars in people's mouths.
2: <laughs> also, designing like three D platformers, right? Designing those worlds, yeah. like coming up with unique ideas for worlds that are fun to play. Like they're the best at doing that. So mm-hmm. you got to think that will translate over to Curb with a new, you know, a different type of play style, turning into objects that interact with the yeah. world. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm,
0: I'm into it. It's, it's not far away either, and yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Next, we've got. I mean, just the biggest of all the kart racer announcement, announcements, even from the show, is I'm of course talking about Disney Speedstorm, the new free to play combat racer with characters like Mickey Mouse, Sully from Monsters Inc., and Mulan. <laughs> um, so this is coming to, it's free
2: to- everything, right?
0: I think so, yes. I, I didn't yes. do... Um, um, it sounds like you read that and I have not. No, I saw, so I saw, I'm going to s- say yes it is. I saw a
2: PC and consoles tweet from the Disney account. Okay, um, cool. Which is really exciting. This summer, I think. Because uh, yeah. as soon as I saw a cross-platform play, I was like, well, okay, that t- I assume it's coming to most things. Mm-hmm.
0: But free to play, it's always... I've, a lot of games have done it well recently, but it's still got that little bit of a stigma attached. I think it's like, well, what what's the catch here if it's free to play? Like, am I gonna? Is it going to be free to play of like those first four characters? Then I'm I don't know paying to players. I don't know Simba. I don't know how how this. Or is, is it going to be
2: tracks? Like, I mean, there's another car racer that's be. doing that already, and it's been out for yeah. eight years, and you had to buy that originally as well.
0: Oh, are you, are you trying to suggest that we should have talked about Mario Kart before Disney no, Speed? No, started? no, not at all. <laughs> no, I'm
2: saying um, like. It all depends on how much they offer you in the base game. And as long as there's no sort of pay to win situation, as long as it's mm-hmm. only, you know, if you, if, I, I I don't see a huge problem with a free-to-play game offering you new tracks for an extra yeah. cost. You know, as long as there's a I'm, substantial I, amount to begin with.
0: I'm always up for a kart racer. I know it wasn't really a kart racer, but I played a lot of the Hot Wheels game last year. I thought that was great. Mm. And yeah, I'm just, I'll probably give it a go, just because I like, I like Pixar a lot and I like my Disney a lot. What, what? Emma, have you, are you a big kart racer?
1: I'm a big Mario Kart fan. Um, okay, I'm not so sure about this one. Like, I feel because it's free to play, like you're, there's nothing to lose in like trying it. Mm. So I'd give it a go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm more excited about Mario
2: Kart, I what think. What sort of characters do we think? How weird are they going to go with characters? Because uh, Disney have got, got a picked- lot to choose from.
0: I mean, yeah, there was quite a few ones. They had Jack Sparrow in there. They had... Obviously, it said Sully, Mickey Mouse, Simba. But yeah, what are the real deep cuts well, they could go? Are they going to go mean? into the,
2: like the Marvel world? Are they going to go to Star Wars? Is there like where mm. could they could they get like Jar Jar Binks in it. the game?
0: <laughs> I'd keep it. I I don't know. I don't know who would who would be a weird one. I'm mm. trying to think of the weirdest Disney character. The hunchback I of, of. Notre I don't Dan. know. They should have done it like Double Dash. Then so you can have like Timon and Pumbaa. Like you could add like. That would be cool. Geos. Oh, well. I should be designing a cart game. Um, do you know who has designed a good cart game, though, is Nintendo. We we briefly mentioned it. Mario mm-hmm. Kart 8. It's getting 48 new tracks. That's obscene. Oh. That's literally doubling the amount of tracks in that game, and they're coming out every now and then until the end of next year. So in six packs of... That would be eight. Yes, six packs of eight tracks. Um, with the first one, I think, in a few weeks. Um, so... Like, everyone was thinking when... I think everyone had the same thought when this popped up. Were like, are they actually showing us Mario Kart 9? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no, yeah. No. no, they're not. No, no. Um, that's still a way off by the looks of it. But yeah, basically doubling the tracks for a game that's several, several years old is mad. And do you know what? It probably will have me jumping back in.
2: It came out eight years ago, looking at that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> on a, like, How do you feel about the, the the Game Pass situation for it, though? Whatever they call it, the Kart Pass. I something.
0: don't... It's like, what is it, £25, I think, for all the tracks, or it's included in their expansion pack thing. I think this is kind of them, it's a clever way of them of getting people sure. to buy that, isn't it, and getting people more invested in that. I mean, I don't, there is the argument, this game is eight years old, everyone, like, how much is it, like, 40 million copies? It sounds ridiculous, like, it's sold an obscene amount. Some people are like, oh, they should give it for free. But at the same time, they know people will pay 25 You're basically paying £25 yeah. for a whole new set of tracks from that game. You're doubling the content of that game for half the price of it. But So I don't personally think it's too bad.
2: You've got those 40 million players, right? Well, you know, what's a guess in a good percentage of them? You know, kids and non high Mm -hmm. gamers who just want Mario Kart and they don't even know this thing exists, right? So which makes me, like, anecdotally makes me feel like it's targeted towards, like more dedicated yeah. gamers so it is well, trying as well
0: because all the tracks they're not when we say new tracks they're all remasters of existing mario kart tracks there's no from the ground up new tracks as far as we can tell here they're all from old games and yeah i think i don't think it's a bad price like what 25 pounds over two years basically to get 48 new tracks yeah, yeah. that's what 50p per track it's not it's not bad Just
2: put them in mario kart 9 <laughs>
0: I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's, I mean, not soon. Nintendo
2: are the masters, right? I've got you got to give them credit for it. They know they know how to yeah. to milk something, you know, and it'll work exactly.
0: Yeah, I'll jump back in whether it's in a month's time or if it's like the end of next year when all 48 of those tracks are in, and I'll be like, right, I'm just gonna play a load that'll now. be
2: overwhelming, surely. Jumping in, like, all right, and I've got 48 choice, tracks so. to play.
0: I think about me, Dale, it's I love being overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I'm going to I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> oh mate, <laughs> I love I love the pressure. Thrive off it. Um, I think genuinely maybe mm, one of one of the few very you know top exciting moments from this direct was out of the blue Nintendo Nintendo Switch Sports, which mm. is basically Wii Sports for the Switch, yeah. which I think will make a lot of people happy. At launch, they're going to launch with bowling tennis chambara which is sword play soccer or or football, football as we would call it uh, yeah. for people who care uh badminton and volleyball with golf crucially to be added as a free update after launch so you know i think people were worried for a second there was going to be no golf i was personally worried there was no golf, <laughs> but it is coming um i'm worried bo- there's no yeah, baseball
1: we- or boxing.
0: Yeah, they were the uh, rubbish ones anyway. They I might like add baseball. them anyway. Baseball was Baseball's okay; it's
2: quite fun. Boxing's
0: boring. There's, there's going to be updates. I'm sure they'll add them. But there's also the little. Do you see the little yeah. attachment? So you can um, put the little like leg strap not into rings fit onto your leg to play football. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not
2: into that at all.
0: It looks weird, uh, but I d- is this going to have the same? You know, because we sports obviously. It launched the Wii like into a new dimension. Basically, it got everyone playing the Switch. Is this? I don't know if this is going to have quite the same no. effect, but I suppose we don't really know until we play it. And it's only it's coming out in April, so it's not far away. I would say,
2: obviously, Wii Sports was a phenomenon, and but partly because you know you you bought people could buy the console and that came with it, right? Some people mm-hmm. would just buy it for Wii Sports. It was like the Wii Sports toy, you yeah. know. So they're not they're not going to get the advantage of that this time. Part of me feels like they should have like when they released the the OLED model of the Switch, or maybe hold it until they release a new model of the Switch mm-hmm. and launched it with that for free. And
0: yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if future bundles did do something like that, like yeah. came with Nintendo Switch ports, just because people. Uh, but I'm definitely going to play it for a bit, especially like the bowling. Yeah, I, I'll happily play basically re bowling. I think the crucial thing everyone wants to know is what is the music going to be like? <laughs> are they going to like riff off of the Wii sports music, are they going to just wholesale take it over? I wouldn't be as spoiled if they're just the same songs again, or are we getting a full new like library of incredible music? It, it sounded the, like that I in mean, the
1: trailer. It kind of yes, sounded like indeed, they were using it? the original music.
2: Do you think we'll get the, the triumphant return of all the plastic crap that you can put your Joy-Cons in?
0: I... I don't think so. I, th- I think we'll just be with wrist straps for now, and yeah. the the old thigh strap if you want to play football. But, you just get um, those little
2: mini tennis rackets and golf clubs that you just slot your WeMo in, mm-hmm. and it's like it does nothing. But you know, I think they sadly
0: better. did say that Mees would not be
2: returning. Well, What's what so, the point? Why were you even doing this all then? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm excited about <laughs> yeah, it, looks it. I'm, good. I'm, it looks I'm definitely going
0: to give it a go. Um, but I don't think there's anything that got me personally more excited than Mario Strikers Battle League. Mario Strikers is back after what? 15 years? It's at least 10, isn't it? It must be 15 years. It's a a good choice. Um, But yeah, I'm even though this probably, in my head, I know this will probably be another Mario Tennis, another Mario Golf, like six or seven out of 10 game. I'm still going to play it because I don't know if you know this, Dale. I like Mario and I like football.
2: Yes, but do they gel well together is the question. Yes. Okay, i answered. (laughs) Move on. And do you think it's weird that they've they announced two first-party Nintendo football games, in a way, with in, start in Switch Sports as well?
0: I, d- I don't think we're calling <laughs> Switch Sports a first-party football game, <laughs> are we? It's like a know. giant
2: football, isn't oh, yeah. it? It's more like Rocket League-y, wasn't it? Yeah. In a way. Yeah. And also you're not strapping know. it to your leg in uh, Mario Strikers. You never know, actually, you might have that. But I'm well up for this. And it's coming in
0: June. I'm loving this recently. Nintendo are just like, here's this game. They did it with like, Metroid Dread last year, and it's coming out in like five months. It, like You can play it soon. I-, I love that. I hope Mario Strikers is good. The trailer looked fine. It looked like a bit like old Mario Strikers, so I'm into that. I will say it's been a long, long time since I've made Mario Strikers. It may well not be as yeah. good as I remember it was when I was like 14. Um, I remember but, having
2: like big sly tackles. Is that, was that a thing? Mm-hmm. Am I remembering that rightly?
0: Power moves. Like, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't really a football game. <laughs> no, of too, course To be honest no. there. <laughs> But I like the, I mean, not that we'll ever do it, but you can do like 5v5 games. Like if we all played together on a team of five, who knows? I'm saying this could be the FIFA beater. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> It's come, people thought it might be Pro-Evo, they shit the bed massively. UFL's coming, we'll see if that does anything, but really I think it's Mario Strikers just in the background, Yeah, looking over, you know, Mario just scheming. Uh, But yeah, I don't know, I've definitely definitely played that. I was excited for a bit, because they started showing a new Fire Emblem game, and then they did the classic thing of... Revealing it to actually be a Muso game, which is it's not what I want. I don't really like Muso games. If Joe was here, he'd probably be quite excited. I know this is the second Fire Emblem Muso game. I don't. He may have strong opinions and think the first one's bad. I'm I'm not going to put any words in his mouth. Maybe he can email in Joe if you can email in at IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN and we'll get your thoughts on the Fire Emblem Muso game. But yeah, it's that thing of oh, I'd play a new Fire Emblem. But then, yeah, it's not actually a new Fire Emblem. Does, did, did anyone care about this? Nope. <laughs> Apart from me.
1: <laughs> I'm not super into Fire Emblem, to be honest. <laughs> That's
2: fine. No. Yeah. We all like what That's we fun. like. Cardi Cardi's into talking about it. We're not. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Well, well, do you know I'll, I'll mention Xenoblade Chronicle, Chronicles 3 just so people can... Uh, say I mentioned Xenoblade Chronicles 3 I've not played a Xenoblade Chronicles despite knowing the first two are meant to be very good and I probably should play them one point I can just never get over the voice acting in those trailers they they do my head in so <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day I'll give it a go but has anyone here played Xenoblade I'm guessing not
2: I think I have played it actually but like Gamescom have you? Um oh
0: there you go you've played more Xenoblade than me I played it on
1: 3DS I think and I gave up pretty quickly after starting it <laughs>
0: That sounds about right. Um, And lastly, I just want to mention Earthbound is coming. And this is a game that I know a lot of people really love. And it's one I've always looked at, but it's never, you know, I've just never really played it. And Mm. I'm going to actually give this a go because it's available now. And if you don't know what Earthbound is, it's kind of a weird. I'm describing it as someone who's never played it. It's like a funny little looking RPG that's quite. I don't know. It just looks quite fun and a bit weird and i'm into it there's this little boy in, in a striped shirt um <laughs> that is my review having not played earthbound of earthbound i'm gonna start playing it maybe this weekend though so I'll, maybe i can give more detail now since i've actually played some earthbound
2: oh isn't it isn't it two games as well it's first two was it? there oh, was as yeah well, i think yeah. it's like
0: the yeah it's not the second one because because it's the weird thing, isn't it? In Japan, it's called Mother Two. I think Earthbound. Yeah, everyone's always like Mother Three has always just been in Japan. It's never been localized over here, and that's what everyone's always wanted. And uh, do you know what? We took a small step forward uh, towards that for all the people who really want Mother Three. Um, but we've got Earthbound, and I'm going to give that a go. That's kind of our little brief. I would say rundown of the Nintendo Direct. What? Yeah, was there anything? To add yeah, there was though? two
2: things on there that I thought were noteworthy that were weird. That. Um, they were just randomly going back to like late naughty games and remastering them and re-releasing them. But oh, the what Force like Portal? Portal? Well, I mean <laughs> that's cool, right? Like I think that's a really yeah. cool idea. It's just odd that it just it's come now, and uh, the Force Awakens, but not not the Force Awakens. Sorry, the Force Unleashed, but not the actual like main console one. The Wii version of the Force Unleashed mm-hmm. as well, which very odd.
0: Yeah, and. The Ezio collection. Oh, yeah. If you want to go well. back and play the Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, there, there was a lot of those just. And a lot of um, remakes and remasters of like old JRPGs. I just haven't played like Front Mission and stuff and Chrono Cross, which I've just. They're just games that. They're like my blind spot, those old yeah. JRPGs. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have a lot. To add anything mm-hmm. that caught your eye, Emma, apart from Kirby?
1: Mainly, I was really surprised to see Portal there. Mm-hmm. Um, just because mm-hmm. I, I did not expect that at all. I guess. It kind of makes sense at, like, this point in time, though, with, like, the Steam Deck releasing, like, soon. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good point. To start having, like, Valve games, like, just portable. Um, but, yeah, the things that I'm most excited for we've already spoken about, which is Mario Kart and the, uh Nintendo Switch Sports. I'm really excited for those. Think
2: mm-hmm. I was going to... When, when the Portal thing started, I thought for a brief second it might be a, portal, a ge- new game made for the Switch. Never. Uh, yeah. But then do you think maybe with the Steam Deck, that might be the sort of game that they could say, like, make a Portal 3 to release with it?
0: Who knows? uh, Not to release with it, but, you know, maybe at some point. would like
2: to be almost like a launch
0: game, you know? There are are a few games I'd want more than a Portal 3, I think. Like, yeah, that would be up there. I just can't see it. It has been long enough since i played portal one and two though that mm. i could play it again now maybe i will on the switch yeah, I, thinking about it. I can't remember the solution to especially two i can one i kind of have a good memory of i think it's not very long either no. but two i haven't played i've only played
2: one once i think when it came out but yeah go and two they've got the co-op mode i never played that i only ever played the single no. player so there's stuff maybe there that i need to check out
0: exactly well good stuff nintendo gave us a little treat on a on a midweek night, isn't that isn't that a lovely for one? Um, I was watching that Nintendo Rex after going to a Spurs match where we disappointingly collapsed. <laughs> it was tipping it down with rain. I was trying to watch it on my phone on the way home because I needed something to cheer me up. And thankfully, Mario came to the rescue. Yeah,
2: so I could forget. <laughs> Mario would have won if he was playing for Spurs.
0: Mr. Oh, if he was playing, he would have he would have done a fireball <laughs> somersault in the air and he would have smashed it in past Fraser Forster. Oh well, um, Emma. Excitingly, you have managed to get yourself hands on with Elden Ring. It's only two weeks till it comes out, but you've already played a bit and you can tell us a little bit of what you've played. Is it any good?
1: It is brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so excited about it. Like, the problem I have with that game, or like I had in the preview, is that once you start playing it, you just don't want to stop. And because it's just so massive, you just mm. want, like, six hours is not enough um but it really is like the evolution of like dark souls like even though obviously dark souls the like trilogy has like finished um with three but what's really cool about Elden ring is that it sort of sticks with like feeling familiar like it does feel like a dark souls game but Mm. there's so many things that it's able to do like in addition to that like it's so it's able to break so many rules that you kind of had in dark souls like you can't do this within the world um
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's it's just amazing like one of the things that i really love is that you start in this like massive open world which is like a sort of brand new thing for dark souls usually you're sort of going from area to area like there aren't mm-hmm. maps as such in dark souls you're just going from like different bonfires and it's you're kind of like kind of, a
0: sprawling sort of yeah like lots of areas and interchanging corridors and yeah exactly. open areas it's kind of it's a weird it's kind of an open world that opens up as you go isn't it like you don't really you kind of you have options of which way to go but yeah it's not an open open world whereas yeah from everything i've seen of this it's like a big old massive open world
1: yeah there's so much freedom um you literally are like dropped in like limb grave, which is where it's all kind of like fields and it looks like really nice and there's all animals and stuff mm-hmm. like it's it, it's weird how like that area even though you spawn and there's pretty much like a mini boss like directly opposite you, that is the area that will feel like most like home. <laughs> you will feel safest in that area, which kind of says a lot about yeah, this is still dark so I was just still gonna get beaten up and die a lot um, fantastic. But what's great is that because you can literally go anywhere on the map. I think when people do start playing this game it's going to be so interesting to hear about like all the different places that people end up like if the mm-hmm. three of us played we probably wouldn't all do the same thing in the first like two or three hours okay. um which is really interesting, interesting.
0: Yeah I mean I've no doubt that people who love from software games are going to absolutely love this game like it just looks like yeah again another great from soft game from what I've seen is there anything in there, you think, to someone like me and someone, I think, like Dale, yep. who aren't big into these games, like, is there, for for new players, do you think there's something there that might hook you in?
1: I think having one, like the freedom of just being able to run away from stuff if you don't fancy it, like if you get to an area that's like too extreme or you're not ready to fight that boss yet, you're not going to be like stuck in that area, which is kind of more of a problem you'll have in like previous Dark Souls games of like you might get to a point where you have to grind through something or beat something to progress. Um, I think there's more room here for you to just do The bits that you actually want first and then come back and revisit it. Um, okay, I think summoning as well is like it's better, it should be better in Elden Ring. Like, um, one thing that you can do is you can like summon in these wolves and they'll kind of like help you fight. Um, you've always okay. been able to summon in like other people online and stuff, mm. like your friends, um, and also NPCs who will come and like fight with you. But, yeah, having stuff, just, like, little extra bits like that to sort of help you along if you do need it in a fight is really good. Um, mm-hmm. And there's also stuff like crafting's, like, more of a focus in this one as well. So you've got, like, lots of, like, berries and stuff, like, especially in the, like, opening area and um, animals and things. And um, Is
0: there a lot more choice in the way you fight? Because I know... Um like Demon Souls has magic like all these games have little magical elements Bloodborne maybe not so much like do you have more of a choice of how you want to like it's not just like Dark Souls or like I said Dark Souls there's lots of ways to play Dark Souls but you know is there lots of different like combat options can you go like full magic wielder basically
1: oh yeah definitely so magic actually feels really strong from what I've seen of it so far so if you're a bit unsure about going in sort of like full like just melee um, Mm -hmm. I would definitely pick like the astrologer was the one that I tried, um, and that class is really cool. And yeah, magic is strong, but then I would also recommend still with that build you could go full magic, but you could also sort of balance it so you're still putting like points in um, like endurance and strength and stuff, so that if you do run out of like mana in a fight, you can go in and like finish him off with your sword.
0: What what what's the best spell you used?
1: Ah, oh, I can't remember what it was called. It was something pebblestone, I think. But yeah, it was like it was it's, like the casting feels like quite, um, quite quick. And also with like that particular spell, even though I can't remember the exact name of it. Um, you can sort of like wave your like staff around. And if you time like the shots properly, you can send almost like two out at once. It'll be like one. And then as soon as that hits, you can sort of like your stick will go like one way and then the other. And it's like really cool to see like you taking down this enemy incredibly fast with that spell.
0: Can I eat a car? <laughs> you
1: can't eat a car. I- what is the point <laughs> it- So
0: it's not better than Kirby, <laughs> is what we saying. Elden Ring is not better than Kirby, confirmed. Um, here's another question as someone who doesn't replay really his games. And here's the most tedious and boring question you can ask about oh, any FromSoft game. Yeah. But difficulty-wise, did you get any sort of kind of feeling of Easier, harder. I know each one is kind of easier and hard. Like some people find Sekiro easier than Bloodborne. Some people find Bloodborne the easiest out of all of them. For me, Bloodborne was the easiest one. I say easiest. It was still still hard. But like, yeah, is Elden Ring still, from what you're seeing, a punishing game?
1: It's definitely still punishing, yeah. And um but I think it does sort of handle some of the fights in like a more interesting way. So like the world, like I said, is massive, but there are sort of little mini bosses and um enemies that you'll meet early on and the first time you fight them it might not be too bad you might like mm-hmm. not even die the first time you see them and then you might encounter them later on in like a different area and they're like buffed like they might have like a fire weapon or something or you know there's multiple um of the enemy like so i feel like even though it is still hard you're sort of the game is training you as you're going like here are some of the enemies you're going to see you're going to defeat them and then we're going to make it a bit harder, but you already know like their attack patterns and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like it kind of does ease you in, in that way. But yeah, I've seen like a couple enemies like that. There was an area that I went into that was so hard and I don't know why I even stayed in it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what was really cool is like just sort of like riding around in it. Cause you can get around like really fast on a horse now, mm-hmm. um, which mm-hmm. you couldn't like do before. Um, it's cool that you can sort of like visit an area, test it out and see like, is this for me? Am I at like the right level yet? And then peg it. And yeah, and then just like run the opposite <laughs> way and be like, actually, no, not right now.
0: Did you, uh, I'm guessing in the, so you only get to spend like a couple, a few hours, didn't you, playing it? Yeah. Like, did you encounter any massive bosses? Like, and did you actually, did you beat a boss <laughs> first time is what we want to know. Yeah.
1: I didn't beat a boss first time. Um, oh,
0: come on, Emma. I know.
1: Did you beat a
2: boss at all?
1: No, I actually didn't. I rode around because <laughs> the map is so I'm massive. Just... Immediately, I just wanted to go in like every direction. Like, oh, yeah, see, so, yeah, sure. what's over here? What's over here? And um, I di- I beat like a few mini bosses, but not like a big, like beefy boss.
2: One where boss. the big health bar comes up at the bottom. One where
0: the music just goes.
1: Yeah, and it gets really extreme. But the bosses do look really cool in this game. And I like that you can just sort of there was one part where I was literally just in an area and it was, like, sort of grassy where I was at the rest site. And then, like, sort of in the distance, I could see, like, there was sort of this area with, like, water and, like, ruins, like a little sort of lake. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that's cool. it. Like, I'll go and have a look over there. Went over and then in the distance, I could just see something, like, glowing. And I was like, oh, okay, like, I'm mm-hmm. going to go see what this is. Like, maybe it's, like, a cool item or something.
0: Mm.
1: Ended up running, like, straight into, like, a boss fight. And it was just, oh, like... No. Just, like... How does
0: how does it approach those in an open world sense? I know in all the like From games, like when you go into a boss fight, you're in a restricted area. Like there's either the white smoke,
2: mm.
0: or you're in a room you can't escape. Is it the same in this game, or can you just run into a boss like that and then just run away? Yeah, you could you lure
2: the... them into somewhere that's like you've got the higher ground? <laughs> yeah, is
0: that how you're gonna beat Elden Ring? You're just gonna <laughs> make them all run off <laughs> a cliff?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's kind of like a mixture so like um some of the like bosses and stuff that you'll encounter they're like the bar will still come up on the screen but there will be sort of like there are a few in like tunnels underground so you have that okay. like kind of classic like fog door you're in like a small yeah. room you can't get out um Whereas, yeah, with the the boss that I encountered, it was literally just, it was open, I kind of saw it from a distance, ran towards it, and then the bar pops up and it's like, oh, okay, I'm in a fight now, like...
2: (laughs) Run back the other way.
1: Yeah, and like, the area was massive that you could kind of like, like, because it was, like I said, ruins, you could go like upstairs and stuff and like, because I was using magic, I was trying to sort of battle it from far away, um... Mm. So yeah, it's a mixture of like you being caught in a room with the actual thing and then probably just dying or winning to get out.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Well that that sounds absolutely horrible. Yeah. But I'm sure millions <laughs> of people are gonna have the time of their life. It's great. Only two weeks till Elden Ring comes out. That that is soon. We've got Horizon next week, Elden Ring the week after. Lot of games coming out. I think uh, we haven't talked about Sifu yet just because not many of us had a chance to really play it properly. So next week we might have a little. We'll, we'll definitely have Horizon Chaxis yep. out next Friday and a bit of Seafood maybe. But um, anything else on Elden Ring you want to mention, Emma, before we move on?
1: I think just like to anyone who's starting it, um, if you've not played a From Software game before, or if you have and like you always bounce off them and don't finish them, it's like give it a chance like give uh, this one a chance I thought
2: you were gonna say, don't I've given bother.
1: every
0: one of them a chance <laughs> <laughs> I've given every single one of them a chance Emma and I realise they are not for me and yet again I will punish myself I will be completely overwhelmed after two hours and go I'm going to go back Just to don't. playing whatever else I'm playing you don't, I have, think to you're force like, I don't have to I force yourself to like things I'm, I'm not forcing myself I do genuinely want to play it and want to see if it's for me this time right. round I know, <laughs> you know like, there's be. a high chance I won't yeah love it but you know i want to give it a go just because it does look spectacular whenever i've seen trailers and stuff but
2: yeah i'm just knows? always happy to look at it happy to let people enjoy the things they like but i just know i know myself well, too well up,
0: Dale, and it's it's your favorite
2: game ever it will not be <laughs> i get it's that okay. the older i get the less and less time i i get for games anyway and then having one that's you know i'm repeatedly dying at which i hate in any game if i die a couple mm-hmm. of times yeah, I just know. I just know they're not for but I understand people enjoy them, and I'm happy for everybody that can enjoy them. That's fine. Okay. Well, do you know what
0: else other people enjoy, Dale? Um, that maybe some other people don't enjoy are sex tapes, and you've been watching <laughs> Pam and Tommy, Dale. Why don't you tell us about that? I've also watched the first episode of this, but you've you've watched four. You're to to be me.
2: clear. It is a TV show about the sex tape. I oh, just been... I thought you'd just been watching. I thought you'd
0: just been just, watching what, the actual tape every night. Just watched it back night. to back
2: every single night. Yeah. My wife is getting a bit annoyed with it now, to be honest.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. Why don't you tell us about the uh, the yeah. TV series that's currently? The way to watch it is on Star. Disney Plus in the UK. Yeah, it's Disney Star, oh, yeah. right?
2: Which is Hulu in America, I believe. Yeah, I think uh, so. So yeah, it's the. Uh, I think it's like an eight part series that's based around the history and the story of pamela anderson and tommy lee's infamous sex tape that was kind of mm-hmm. the first ever real like the first big, kind, yeah the really. first ever like proper the, celebrity uh, sex tape first
0: market. of an art form of a genre <laughs> um, um yeah
2: but then um like some may have a, a cynical viewpoint on the ones in more recent years um but this one was, like, it tells the story of how it was stolen from them. And it was, yeah, it was all, like, uh, you mentioned before mm-hmm. Before we were talking about it, it's all about the, the, the consent idea. The fact that it's taken from them, sold from behind them, and then it's their fight to try and stop
0: uh, it's, this happening. It's more of, like, a, a weird crime drama than yeah. anything at the moment, from what I've seen. You've got, like, I mean, yeah, you've got Seth Rogen playing the guy who stole the tape, yeah. which is... I, I always enjoy Seth Rogen. I, I like him I think him he's... I
2: think, so... One of the things I'm enjoying so far about it is the performances. I think Seth Rogen is 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 particularly good at being, you know, almost like cowardly in the a face loser. of in, 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 <laughs> cowardly in the face of danger, but also behind the scenes, like almost acting like borderline a genius about certain things, but then stup- <laughs> but then completely stupid about other stuff.
0: He's he's got this. Re- yeah, you've got kind of like him and Nick Offerman as this like weird. Criminal double act, yeah. like entrepreneurial weird, just odd guys. Well, it's
2: just like some of the like in the in episode four, for example, some of the decisions they make are beyond stupid about what they're doing. Like the whole antithesis of it is stupid. But then when he's uh so like rough spoilers but tommy lee is basically mean to him and rude to him because he's a hired carpenter and so he plots mm. a revenge plot and that revenge plot is actually like really well thought out and like dedicated it's quite impressive like how we actually put it all together um yeah and i think uh so liddy james plays panda anderson and you, she's unrecognizable yeah, i was gonna say <laughs> you wouldn't know it's her like i i watched i watched yeah. um the yesterday you know the Richard Curtis like Beatles film that came out she was in that and um she is like a completely different person it's like I know she's had a lot Mm -hmm. of prosthetic work done for the shooting stuff and she looks like Pamela Anderson but you quickly forget Mm -hmm. that it's Lily James and it feels like Pamela Anderson as well and I think Sebastian Stan plays Tommy Lee and he's like a fantastic.
0: he's got it down like Absolutely. they're definitely caricatures of those characters
2: but they are very good well ones. <laughs> those people in real life are kind of especially Our yeah, in, yeah, in the 90s right. especially they were larger than life ridiculous characters to a certain degree and mm-hmm. um which is it's odd because um so tommy lee is definitely portrayed as like a really horrible person in certain elements mm. of this in certain relationships not with pam Randerson but with everybody else um and he's a dick yeah but but you say that but then i i recently watched it's not a good film by the way i do not recommend anyone watch it but i recently watched the dirt which is the motley crew biopic film i've got <laughs> i just love music oh, no. i love musician biopics. yeah
0: i i didn't bother with this one <laughs> no,
2: it's not good don't watch it but in that one so tommy lee is played by uh, machine gun kelly and he is he is actually like one of the most likeable members of the band. Like it's, it's the other ones that are portrayed as the real bad guys. And he's like, okay. yeah, he's a naughty kid, but he's good at heart. And we so say it's, it's interesting seeing like two almost completely different portrayals of
0: machine gun. Kelly plays Tommy Lee. What a depressing. sentence. <laughs> <Yeah. Whoa. laughs> it's, just, it's
2: just interesting seeing like a different portrayals of him, but both feeling almost accurate. Um, yeah. It's, it kind of is by the numbers to a certain degree, but it definitely has some very odd, Moment, uh, there's a particular moment, very weird moment. Yeah, in the second, tell us
0: about the talking
2: yeah. penis. Dale. Oh, well, you've spoiled it now. <laughs> in the second Wait episode,
0: so start of, start of episode two, Tommy Lee
2: <laughs> is very well known and it is documented that he is a very well endowed man. And there is a certain scene where,
0: he... well, you've watched the tape enough, you can tell us. <laughs> I mean,
2: and <laughs> there is a scene in, in Pam and Tommy where he has a full on conversation with his penis. And his penis is animated as if it's a human being talking back to him as well. It's it's
0: what? bizarre. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it, I would say it needs to be seen to be believed. I don't think it needs to be seen, but, you know it's funny yeah it's it's obviously not it's obviously prosthetic yes it's well <laughs>
2: cgi as well it looks like it's
0: well, a lot of what should we do a like an anatomy uh, anatomy so to speak of a scene on that we'll do like, how did you do this penis expert like, break breaks it, it down, down. <laughs> yeah, i don't know if really do that, but um <laughs> um but yeah like you said it's got this kind of like it's like it's not like a prestige T V mm. like, like you know, this you're not gonna this no Ozark for example. No. It's not take itself seriously. It's very like kind of pulpy and it's just good fun. I will say the one thing is like I was saying it's a show all about consent and about like the, trying to get the true story. See I don't know where it's going, how it's ending, what side they're taking here really, but I don't think Pamela Anson has given consent for this and it does seem a bit odd seeing as she's arguably well not even arguably like the biggest victim yes, 100%. In all this really. And yeah I just don't know it kind of doesn't completely sit right and i'm not sure when i'm watching it i'm having a fun time but i'm like i'm taking it very with a pinch of yeah. salt like how much of this truly happened i would say like this. even
2: though i didn't have a consent they definitely paint her and like she absolutely was you know like the biggest victim in the situation but mm-hmm. he, outside of the sex tape stuff they paint her as this like like you know good character you know like all the stuff oh yeah they have scenes with her so
0: far been in a good life yeah yeah. they have
2: scenes with her in baywatch and like you know behind the scenes of that process and she seems like Mm -hmm. the way they portray her is such an honest kind nice person and it's tommy lee that is the one that's almost got them into this trouble well not always has got them into this trouble along with the carpenter that steals the thing as well but yeah like you said we don't know where it's going i find it like and I agree with you, it's not prestige television, like, you know, some things like Ozark and Yellow Jackets that have been on recently, yeah. but it is very engaging. And I'm finding myself like, it's a, so it was three episodes that dropped, and then there's one every Wednesday now. And as soon as the episode came mm-hmm. out yesterday, I was very eager to watch it. So it, there's something about it, it's definitely quite engaging. So. Yeah,
0: it's fun, I'd, I'd recommend it to people. Yeah. yeah. Again, maybe not one to watch for the parents, mm. but you know. You know, yeah, you could have a fun not. time. Might be a bit yeah. awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd check it out to anyone interested. A um, couple of films I watched recently, not necessarily brand new films, but I just want to share the love. Well, not necessarily all love, but you know. Uh, yesterday, actually, I watched The Last Jewel, Ridley Scott's um, film that came out last year. He released that and uh, House of Gucci last year. So I haven't seen House of Gucci, but I do want to see it because it looks mad. <laughs> but um, The Last Jewels is a much more serious film. It's... Um, Set in 14th century France, and it's about, funnily enough, a duel. Mm. And it's uh, it stars Matt Damon, Adam Driver, Ben Affleck, but crucially, um, Jodie Comer is unbelievable in this film. Right. I don't know how she hasn't been nominated for awards because she is fantastic. Yeah. But um, it's a good film. I'm not. I'm not putting it down there as a must-watch. But I wanted to watch it. It's on Disney Plus at the moment. I, I check it out. It's quite. You know, it's not a laugh. I'm yeah, going to put it out that way. It's not that. even. It's not even like even like Ridley Scott's done his his historical stuff for like Kingdom of Heaven Gladiator They're, they have a lot of action and a lot of fun whereas this is much more of it does have like some of the battle scenes you'll recognize from like Gladiator and stuff but it's very much a drama and it's told a lot like are either of you are either of you familiar with Rashomon the Kurosawa film no no okay it's very much stealing stealing borrowing the um, kind of narrative structure of that. as if It's a film where... So this is the first five minutes of the film. Matt Damon and Adam Driver are duelling each other. There's some conflict here. It's to do with Matt Damon's wife, who is Jodie Comer. You're not sure what's happened. And basically, the majority of the rest of the film is the same story told from three different perspectives, which is kind of what Rashomon does. So you've got... Adam Driver's perspective, Matt Damon's perspective, and Jodie Comer's perspective of what happened here. Okay, and that's kind of the whole conceit. It's like two and a half hours, a little too long, quite slow in the middle, drags a little bit. But you know what? I thought it was a good film. You're not. It just didn't get a lot of love when it came out. No one saw it. Basically, it came out during the pandemic, and like no one went to cinemas to see. I think. But if you're looking for a good, like, if you're looking for a good Ridley Scott film, it's on Disney Plus at the moment. I'd, I'd check it out. Um. Again, not a laugh. at All don't go into this <laughs> of, 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 of a fun time. Uh, I don't want to ruin the the central conceit of what the plot is, but it's it's not something. It's you know it's a serious subject. Okay. So um. Yeah. So if I fancy a laugh, film, I should
2: probably watch Jackass over the Last Jewel. Yeah, said. or Pam and Tom. <laughs> just
0: rewatch rewatch the Pam and Tom. The other film I watched though is. And here's one that I absolutely do love, which is The Handmaiden, which is a five-year-old film, five or six-year-old film now by um, and Wok. And it's just an unbelievable film. So I saw this five years ago when it came out in like 2016, 2017. I thought, that's a great film. I saw it, it was on Netflix the other day. I don't know how long it's been on there, but I just noticed. And I watched it again the other day. And I think now it's jumped. Like I watched it and I was like, that is really is one of the best films I've ever seen like and I truly believe it's like up there as good as like recent Korean films as Parasite if you don't know what The Handmaid is I said same director as Old Boy. and if you like Old Boy and Parasite not to just say all Korean films the same because it's not but it kind of has that similar (laughs) it has that similar thing that I find kind of unique to Korean cinema and like you can't really pinpoint a genre on something like Mm like one minute it'll be like quite dark the next minute you'll be laughing the next minute it'll be really violent yeah. the next minute like it's a horror like you don't know what's going to happen next and that's the kind of thing i love about like that brand of cinema sure. and the handmaiden is just an unbelievable film again i will say not one to watch <laughs> with the with the parents cuz at the core it is like a thriller but it's quite it's got quite erotic tinges okay. to the content it is a kind of an kind of a high class basic instinct <laughs> um in in a really loose way but the the central like core of the story is there's this heiress to a large fortune in career it's a period drama by the way it's set I I, a while ago I don't actually know the exact years but at least a hundred years ago and Yes, this heiress to a large fortune, and basically there's this man who wants to try and marry her to steal her fortune, basically. He's a con man, and the way he's going to do this is that woman needs a new handmaiden in her house, so he asks someone from his ring of like con artists if she will become the handmaiden for her and basically convince her that she should marry him right. like okay. while he's courting her. And the, the story takes off from there. So it kind of starts off... It's kind of like this big con thriller with heavy erotic tinges to it um but seriously it's an unbelievable i can't recommend this film enough if you have netflix watch the handmaiden it is all in korean and in japanese in parts and
2: just looking at the wikipedia it's and it's something about a victorian crime novel is it like a sort of
0: it's so it's based on an english language book oh, okay that's interesting. i've not read the book i don't know how good the actual book is but i do know that it is seriously one of the best films you'll watch. That sounds interesting. Um, it won the Oscar I think for Best Foreign Language film in twenty seventeen. So not that who who actually cares about the Oscars. I personally do not. But um there you go. We'll if out. you want to watch Yeah, definitely The Handmaiden is an unbelievable film. <laughs> unbelievable. The last jewel is, <laughs> The Last Jewel is fine. I think I'm gonna skip <laughs> the last go.
2: jewel to be honest, but I'm definitely going to check out the Handmaiden. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm adding that to the um, list.
0: Yeah, definitely like I said definitely not one to watch the parents unless you know some people uh, you know they watch stuff their families I'm, so, I'm much more close to a family I, I'll get awkward if a scene like that comes on I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna you know, enjoy it necessarily um, but there you go the handmaiden mm. do you know what else shouldn't be played with the parents the endless search
2: why not <laughs> inside it's a UK IGN crew yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the ones and two, we got the games gonna play for you inside. I got a question for you. What at the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and the ones and two,
0: we got the games gonna play for you inside. I got a question for you. He's in the search. The reason I won't play this with the parents, Dale, is because my parents don't know anything about Mario Kart. Oh, fair enough. Um <laughs> do I, to be fair. <laughs> well. It's a good job because you don't really need to. I have come up with an endless search here that should be quite quick and fun. It's a riff on what was played last week with making up the fake Goosebump titles okay, of okay, books. All right. So what I've got here is 16 real and fake tracks from Mario Kart. And I want you, Dale and Emma, to decide which ones are real and which ones are fake. Okay,
2: okay, can do that.
0: You know, I'm a I'm a tricky, tricky customer, so some may sound real and they're not. I've put a lot of thought into this. It's at least half an hour's thought into this. Um, <laughs> so I think we'll take turns at who guesses first each time, okay. just, just to keep it fresh. But I think Emma can go first on the first one. So, number one, we have Delfino Square. Is that a real Mario Kart track? I'm pretty sure think? it
1: is, yeah.
0: You're you're giving a hint there today. You might want to go. Oh, I'm not. You really shouldn't hint to me
2: because a lot of these I have no idea, um, unless it's like Rainbow Road and shit. Um, So yes, I guess it's That's not turning up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay, yeah. You both you both do get a point for that one. I'm not saying they're all going to be. That's probably the most recognisable one out of the whole lot. There you go. It's all downhill. Number two. (laughs) Some of these you will. Some of these you will just laugh and think they're completely nonsense. So we might start about easy. So, number two
2: is Rubber Dinghy Rapids. Okay, so that's false because it's from Four Lions. And whoops, I just realized I didn't give an Emma there. (laughs) I said it out loud and I was like,
0: wait.
1: It is false.
0: There we go. And that's as easy as that's going to (laughs) get. I just really like the idea of a Mario Kart track called Rubber Uh, Dingy Rapids. (laughs) Okay, number three
2: Orchard Park.
1: I'm going to say false.
2: Keep it interesting. I'm going to say true.
0: It is false. Ah. That is where the Buffalo Bills play their NFL games. (laughs) (laughs) Three, two
2: to i I'm sorry, American listeners.
0: Number four, castle in the sky. True.
1: I'm going to say False.
0: Is false but- size a studio Ghibli film. No. There's loads more to go down. This. There's still 12 time. more of these. <laughs> Number five Dino Dino Jungle.
1: Oh, I'm not sure. Um, I'm going to say true.
0: Yeah, I think it's true as well. It is true. It is from Mario Kart Double Dash. It's 5-3 to Emma. Still still loads to play for. Number six, Riverside Park.
2: That's false.
1: I think it might be true, or there's one that's like, it's got a similar name. I'm going to go with true.
0: It is true. What? It's from Mario Kart Super Circuit. I was thinking of Middlesbrough Stadium. That's where the tricky yeah. things come in. 6-3 Six- to Emma. Still loads to play for though. Do not despair. There's there's chances for you here. Number seven. Uh, Emma to guess first. Hot Air Skyway. Hot Air Skyway.
1: Mm. I'm going to say False.
2: Okay, so I want to say true, so let's go for it. See if we can claw a point it back. It sounds convincing. It, false. Oh, false. it it's sounded a, it's really a, convincing. It's a crash team <laughs> racing Oh, well, there you
0: go. 7-3. Uh, Emma, you've got all seven rights so thought This is amazing. If you get 100% here, you're going to get, I don't know. Um, gold medal. I don't know. Have, have <laughs> a double <gold> dessert <laughs> layer if you want. First yeah. on the podium.
1: Two yogurts.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two yogurts. Yogurt. <laughs> Emma is currently <laughs> playing for double yogurt. right now. <laughs> Number eight, Dale um, to go first. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Hamburger Hill,
2: false.
1: I'm going false too.
0: Yes, that is a battle from the Vietnam War.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <That> is, uh, <laughs> but you could easily see how it easily could be a Mario. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well.
1: You've really captured the Mario yeah, yeah. essence here.
2: Yeah, I would love a
0: love, love a race around <laughs> Hamburger Hill. <laughs> what a harrowing event! in military history. Right. We um, got next number Som 9. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're done. No. Uh number 9. Woohoo loop. That is W U H U loop. Woohoo loop.
1: I'm going to say false.
2: I think that's true.
0: It is true. Yes! Oh, no, double yogurt I'm Oh, afraid. single yogurt. That's from Mario Kart 7. <laughs> Dell's pull one back. It's 8-5 to Emma. We've still Seven to play. Number ten. Bubble
2: works. Is it
0: me? Or Emma? I think so, yep. Yeah. Uh false.
1: False. I'm pretty sure that's just a Chessington rideway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a Chessington <laughs> world of adventure, yes. There's no bonus points for that, but there you go.
2: You should have a bonus uh, point for if 90s. someone can work out where you actually got the inspiration from. Yeah, Too late for that good. rule now. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. Next up, we have Emma I guess first for Cicalo Square. That is Z-O-C-A-L-O Square. Cicalo Square.
2: False. How many's left? (laughs) Are we being tactical, Dale? (laughs) Well, I'm thinking I've just got to go for broken eyes. So what did you say, Emma? Did you say false? I said false, yeah. Let's say true then.
0: It is false. Ah, I'm sorry. That well. is a square in Mexico City. It was a gamble. It was uh, a gamble. Ten, ten six. I mean, it's looking grim, Dale. You know, <laughs> five left. Four four points in it. Number twelve. Cheeseland. Land <laughs> with Dale.
2: Um. It feels like it's so obviously false that like it's probably true. So I'm going to say true.
1: I'm going to say false, but I hope it's true, because I love cheese. It is true. Oh, that's good. I'm happy. I'm not even mad about that.
0: Cheese land. (laughs) Uh, Right, Emma, to go first. Number 13, Chocolate River.
2: True? Yeah, I think false. It is
0: false. Yes. That is from Willy Wonka's chocolate. Oh, literally, just back. the river. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the chocolate river from really Willy, really, really, really Willy Wonka. Uh, really <laughs> Wonka. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dale, put it back two points in it with three to it's go. Funny. The pressure's on. Here we go. Dale to guess first here on broken pier. Hmm. It is a broken pier.
2: False.
1: I think false.
0: It's true, oh, really. No, oh, Super circuit. Here we go. Two left. Two points in it. <laughs> <Okay. here>.
2: oh.
0: <laughs> Emma, I want to hear what if you think that Summer Isle is true or false.
2: False. Yeah, false. I think.
0: Yeah, that's that's the island from the Wicker Man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, and last one, down, sorry, it's out of your hands, sorry. but you can you, know, you can make it a one point game. The last one is City of Stars.
2: False. false. Yeah, false. What oh, was that?
1: I don't
0: false know. false. 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 <laughs> It is false. That is a song from La La Land. Uh, so there we go. Respectable, I think. Eleven nine in the end, I think two points in it anyway yeah. Emma you are the victor but sadly only
2: one yogurt for you tonight so,
0: I'll take it <laughs> what yogurt is it have
2: you got the yogurt in already or have you gotta go out and get it
1: Yes, yeah, a strawberry one
2: yeah. oh, you gotta give oh, more details what, what on that what brand are we yeah. talking come on
1: oh, <laughs> I can't remember what it's called I, I can see the packet it's like um orange it's got like a weird name I can't remember but it's strawberry with bits in I love bits in mm, yogurts
0: I'm, I'm I'm right there with you but it's not a Muller it's not, it's not a,
1: a Muller yeah
0: Okay. Okay. It's good to know. Disappointed. It's good to know. Uh, right, let's get on to some feedback. Dale.
2: Yes. This first one is from Tony, Italian surname. D'Amico? D'Amico? Something like that.
0: D'Amico? D'Amico yeah, yeah, I'd just say yeah. it's D'Amico. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Very easy one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just,
2: I'm, I'm cracking. Uh, anyway, what's going on boys? And of course, Emma. With all your talk about chewing things, I figured I'd pipe in with my issues as a youth. I love Lego. I'm not going to say Legos. He loves Lego. I played with them probably four or more hours per day from the age of five to nine. Apparently, I had a problem with smashing the Lego together too hard because I could never get them apart. So I had a tendency to use my teeth to pull them apart. I feel like I did this as well. To be fair, oh, I think we all yeah. did that. Yeah. Well, eventually, my luck ran out, and it, I chipped my front tooth, which no. was easily, <laughs> which was easily fixable by a dentist. But I continued to use that method to separate them like some kind of fuckwit and chip the exact same tooth twice more before I was 10. That is, that Aww, is yeah, Tony. Yeah. So you got you to gotta resist, Tony. Resist the bite. The other thing I had to say was, I don't know if you guys have had Starburst across the pond. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in my late teens, for some reason, I was too lazy to even remove the wrapper and I'd just chew <laughs> them with the wax paper on and swallow. Oh that God. is... I mean, sometimes...
0: Too late. It's, it takes like two seconds. Sometimes
2: it is that when it gets stuck to it, it can be a nuisance, but I would still rather do that than eat the paper.
0: <laughs> yeah, not even bother, yeah. not even try and unwrap it. That's a step, you know. I, even I'm taking yeah. that step. I may eat my bed, but I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm wrapping my Starburst. Um, I've also got a chip front teeth, Tony, so we are kindred spirits. I only did it once, though. So yeah. so there we go. Um, we used
2: to, um, our Starburst, Starburst used to be called Opal Fruits as well.
0: They yeah. did. Do you remember like a couple of years ago they did like a big to try and get people to buy though? Like for like one month only, they're gonna rebrand as overfoods. I don't care, they taste the same. <laughs> the same I, thing. I'm not that precious yeah. about it. Yeah. There you go. Um I've got an email here from Adam Livori. He says, Good day, IGN crew from Australia. Been listening since all of you were new to IGN, with the except of Al. I mean that is a long time yeah. ago to be fair, so I don't blame you. Uh and it feels like we're all old chums and hopefully a live show comes around in the UK in 2023 for part of my PhD studies through UCL. Sure I will. 2023. I'd hope. I'd hope we've yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And you're in we're London hoping, as well. You know, we're hoping to have one later this year. Obviously, no plans yet. Mm-hmm. But if all goes well, we're hoping to. So, you know, keep a day this year for <laughs> Um In terms of surprise prologues and characters playing. Assassin's Creed 3 had an awesome opener with the Templar reveal and opening mm, to the game. It's true. That, that was, the rest of that game, not as brilliant, but uh, it did like the opening quite a bit. I was thinking, did we... I must have missed this. I did listen to last week's, obviously. I wasn't on... Did talk about uh, prequels. Um, uh, prologues. No, usually, yeah, it was sorry. from
2: the week before. We were talking about the idea of when you play a character at the start and then you're not actually playing that character for um, the rest of the game
0: okay i get it i was gonna say like one of my favorite prologues is gta fives with the like little bank robbery because it mm-hmm. i don't think you realize at the time how much that leads into the whole story as a whole yeah. how crucial that open is you think it's just a little tutorial or it's, it's much more mm-hmm. i love that opening mm-hmm. um yeah um adam's also got to say in terms of dwayne's business so we're talking about the uh which film will the rock teased he's going to be in a video game film this year um, Adam says, The term badass makes me think of Borderlands and their consistent use of the word when describing the superpower versions of each enemy. I'm concerned as so I don't think it works as a game in the most part, let alone a film. <laughs> Especially if it's aiming for a PG-13 rating. I, I agree. I don't. Would he be in that? I don't know.
2: No, I mean, that's already been announced. They're already.
0: That's already been yeah. announced and they've got a cast, unless he's been. Added they have to got, it, got Kevin yeah, Hart seems... in it
2: and they do tend to come as a pair sometimes. Mm, no,
0: maybe, maybe he's got a little cameo or something yeah, at the end maybe. or something. Maybe he's. I don't know. Maybe he's like playing. Is it one of the little loot tinks? It's a little joke like the world's <laughs> biggest man is playing a little like loot tink uh, or something. That'd be funny. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, do you know what I'm not ruling it out completely there lad. Adam um, again you know IGN underscore UK feedback at com. keep those rock ideas coming we did have one I don't think we're going to uh, we just not have time to put it in but uh, someone did suggest uh, the rock should play Yapstam in <laughs> the to World Cup 98 what? game and I thought yes that would be yeah. quite fun <laughs> that's a name obviously not what's happening but why not no, that's a name I've not heard in a <laughs> Yeah, it's damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emma.
1: I've got some feedback from Matt Billingsley. Hi, Matt. Matt says, morning all. Love the podcast. Always look forward to it every Friday. That's lovely. Um, <laughs> there was some feedback a few weeks ago about other recommendations, which got me thinking, are there any other podcasts you guys could recommend? I listen to so many different genres, so I'd really appreciate some suggestions. Thanks again and keep up the great work, Matt.
0: I don't think there are any other podcasts worthwhile. Nah, little shite. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've got plenty. I mean, a lot of them, you know, very subject based. Yeah, that's
2: my. I'm problem. guessing
0: if you listen to this, you like video games and films. So you know, listen to the Back Page Pod. It's very good if you like your video games, especially a bit of video game history. Whereas we tend to, you know, do weekly stuff yeah. that looks back quite a lot and is very good. Um, similarly, uh, if you're into film, there's the back, uh, the Back Page, the uh, Big Picture podcast from the ringer and the rewatchables from the ringer um all good film podcasts if you're into that and then basically all the other film all the other podcasts i listen to are either football or nfl podcasts, yeah
2: so, you know, that's my problem they're all they're like lost. based around very specific things that i don't think i could recommend to a casual person you know
0: um you listen to any good Pam ranson podcast no but i do listen
2: to a regular coventry city podcast so <laughs> oh that sounds fun yeah i'm not going to recommend that to anyone who's What's that yeah. called, like Sky Blue Chat or something? It's Sky Blue's extras, the one I listed to. <laughs> I knew it would be. So. <laughs> it's not the best podcast in the uh, world, but it's it's the information I want to hear about. So, exactly. There you know. um, yeah, we go. Yeah, like football ones, a couple of wrestling ones. Yeah, not yeah. not that. Interesting. Obviously, if
0: you're into football, the football ramble is always. good Yeah, and you get one of those a day as well. So mm. you know never gonna run out Emma what are you listening to
1: I listen to quite quite specific ones as well so I've been listening to the Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast yes I do listen to that it's really good Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not always just about like the episode as well which is quite good it's always never about about
2: the episode they maybe touch on it for about 10 minutes and then they just talk about other things
1: yeah, it's good. I listened to one the other day and they were just talking about parking. <laughs> it was yeah. just like it was great.
2: Have you um, got to the one when Rob Macoheny like talks about that whole confrontation he had outside um, in an outburger when he got no. out of his car and squared up to some guy and stuff. Like oh that. the whole episode is them talking about that. <laughs> so they don't even <laughs> talk about the TV show at all. It's really good.
1: That one's great. And I like um I used to listen to Office Ladies a lot as well. Yes. I like that one. It's good. Um I'm for more a bit general stuff
2: of that, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I haven't listened to it for a while. I kind of need to go back to it. But Mm -hmm. it was kind of sort of doing it at the time as like rewatching The Office. So it was like nice to like watch an episode then like listen to that after. 100%. For more general stuff, I like Good Job Brain. It's just like quizzes and trivia and stuff. Um, And sometimes they'll pick out like interesting stuff and like facts that you wouldn't know. So if you're looking for something more general and like fun, that one's really good.
2: Is it active? Is it like, does it does it involve participation does it say like okay now here's the here's the question now they leave you time for the answer and stuff or is it um, um is it someone on the show answering questions
1: they answer the questions on the show but like yeah. there's definitely like time for you if you're listening to like okay. you know think of your answers and stuff yeah that's
2: interesting
0: hmm. there we go some good recommendations uh hopefully one of those ticks a box for you uh that was said good Fun time! I had a lovely time. A lot of topics covered from Kirby eating cars to Pamela Anderson to Korean masterpiece cinema. There you go. That's what you get with the IGN UK podcast. And we will be back next week for more stuff. What music should we have? Uh, what are Motley we Motley Crue. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> <laughs> I don't actually
2: like Motley Crue, by the way. <laughs> no, I don't. I feel, like, it feels like, I I feel know.
0: like I feel like we have to now, which what's their big one that one
2: home sweet home's their big one isn't it that one
0: that's it i don't i i I have actively never put on motley (laughs) crew but we're going to now so here's a little bit of motley crew i'm sorry